This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Laura, what do you got? All right, so you guys, I've told you guys that I'm trying to lose some weight. Mm-hmm. You know, LZ, you're girl. fit. Thank you, thank you. Cab and, and Greg, too. You know, he was he had a bet going on with, with Mason. I don't remember if he won or not. I but, lost. Okay, well, you know. Well, there is a, a new thing out there in the market to promote losing weight. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would be down for it, though, guys. Okay? It is a weight loss method, a new one. They basically shut your mouth tight with magnets so you can't eat solid food. What? Yep. Come on. Can we use that for other purposes? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so, Uh, Elsie. So a team of researchers in New Zealand and the UK developed this new weight loss device. It I I'm gonna send you guys a picture. It really looks out of the movies. I was like, what the hell? So it has these two little magnets. It locks your jaws together. So you're only restricted to a liquid diet. And they're saying that it's an alternative to surgical procedures. I've been very upfront, guys. Y'all see my pictures right before and after. I had weight loss surgery. I don't have an issue saying that. I would not do this to myself, okay? And they cut my stomach. (laughs) Like, uh uh-uh. That's crazy. So the device is being called the Dental Slim Diet Control. Okay, so that alone, I'm like, what? You can only open your mouth for two milliliters. And there's a release button for emergency purposes. Oh, hell no. You got to have a release button? No, I'm out on this, man. It took you that long to get out on it? I mean, come on. No, I was at least willing to give it a shot. But, I mean, you got when you have a contraption that you got to have a release button, if something goes wrong, Mm -hmm. I'm out, man. That sounds like a handmaid's tale. Did you not see that when they were shutting the women's mouths closed? Yes, I did, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I glanced at it. I don't watch the show, but you know Kelly was watching just, it. Just drink water. It. Put down the soda. Drink mm-hmm. some water. Start yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, less sugar. Less, <laughs> less sugar, sugar. Less carbs. Mm-hmm. More protein. More good fats. That's it. Man, oh man, this thing looks brutal. I mean, really, you're going to lock your mouth shut because you have no control. And look, I get it. You know, there's a lot of people who, and I, I fall into this a lot of times too, when I just lose all discipline. But there's no way I'm going to let some put, somebody put a lock on my teeth. This thing looks disgusting. By the way, it's also hard to be involved in an adult relationship. If you, I mean, you can't have that. That just can't happen. You yeah. can't have that. Yeah, I'm out. All right, what you need to know. We just made it, I just made it sound like we were doing Shark Tank. What you need to know brought to you by Mor- Yeah, seriously, who thought that was a good idea? Uh, brought, the Australians, apparently. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever... You are. I'm pretty uh, sure, you know, eventually we're going to see somebody on Instagram with some gorilla glue saying they couldn't afford the surgery and they thought this would work. <laughs> right. Now, what happened is eventually you just open your mouth and your teeth come flying out because you've worked so hard to finally open them up. By the way, Laura, I, I know you and I have talked about this. My sister also had uh, that sort of surgery and over COVID lost over 110 pounds. Like she was a big girl. And, and she had to get her life under control, and she had the surgery, and now, I mean, she is just every day sending me pictures 
because she lost, I think, a grand total of like 140 pounds when it was That's all cool. said and done. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, awesome. All right. Let's go to the phones here. Matt is in Glendale and wants to comment on Hoosiers. We were asking you, which is a worse movie, Hoosiers or Rudy? Okay. Uh, so it is definitely Hoosiers. Rudy is about an inner, uh, um, um, a rural kid or a, uh, a blue-collar kid who has a dream, sacrifices, and gets it. Hoosiers is about the rural Caucasian school overcoming the big black school, and I'm super tired of that story. And uh, to LZ's point, Val Kilmer would have been awesome in Christopher Nolan's Batman. Christian Bale's uh, Batman voice is almost laughable. Oh, I don't think I said that. Where's Rachel? (laughs) I will also Um, add that Rudy also has some elements of what he said from Hoosers. Yeah, that is true. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I was particularly offended that it was Charles Dutton character that needed to tell the Hoosier guy or yeah. the Rudy guy, you know, you've had some obstacles, but you can overcome. I was like, um, <laughs> um, isn't this a little bit problematic? No one in this theater has any self-awareness. You guys yeah. just put this out here. Yeah. I'm anyway. totally biased about Rudy. Just by the way, the Rudy was probably what, what would you guys say? 89, 90, 91, somewhere in that neighborhood, yeah, right? In that late eighties, so, early something 90s like that. Era. So, so when I was in college and we, I, I, when I was playing college ball, we played Notre Dame every year. They were one of our right. biggest rivals, you know? Yeah, at and, right. And, yep. Yeah, and I remember going to Notre Dame to play in a game. I'm telling you, this is probably like 1990, 91, somewhere in that neighborhood. And at halftime, they were shooting a scene for what would eventually become oh, Rudy. Oh, so the movie was released in, 90, in early 93, but you're right. It had to have been filmed at least a year or two before that, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so um, I just, by the way, Notre Dame destroyed us that day. And I, I've just, obviously, I've got this, if you're an SC fan, you hate Notre Dame. I was a Pitt fan and a Pitt football player, so we hated Notre Dame, and we never beat them. And even the year they won the national championship in 88, we had them so beat. LZ, we had a quarterback from Detroit who fumbled going into the end zone. They were from the suburbs. No, no, inner city, dude, inner Damn city. It. Yeah, and, um, and so here's the thing. I always looked at that movie and thought, this is, this is never going to be a movie if it's at SC or UCLA or any other school. This only becomes a movie because it's Notre Dame. And then the guy, Rudy Rudiger, has turned it into a life of speaking and everything else. And, and so I admit it, I'm biased about the movie Rudy. But I'm also going to tell you honestly, like I have thought the movie Hoosiers was a great movie. You know, the story of an underdog who comes from this little town who then finds themselves in a position where there's no chance they could possibly Oh, my God. But at least, guys. look, Rudy stinks, too. But at, but at least Rudy has some pace to it. Hoosiers is so boring. Like, boring as hell. Uh, I mean, it just it feels like it drags on. All the characters in the movie are, are completely unlikable. At least Rudy is a likable character, although I don't like the movie either. Um, and it just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like the underdog narrative, as the gentleman pointed out, uh, in that movie is, uh, you know, a little bit of a... What was the guy's voice? And it's certainly, it's not realistic to me. It's not yeah. realistic to me, even though it's loosely based on a true story. Yeah. Hoosiers. What was the guy's name who played Rudy? I don't remember. What's his name? Sean Astin? Oh, Sean, um... He was, Astin? Uh, he was, yeah, he was a hobbit. Yeah. yeah, Sean Astin. Yeah, yeah. I got to yeah. give that guy he credit, was a though. Hobbit. Yes, he, he was. You know what he did eventually, though? A couple years ago, I remember having him on the air. Yeah. He went and did an Iron Man, which I thought was super cool. So, that was a Hobbit? Can't no, no, I don't him. think he's a Hobbit. No, I think that's oh. Rudy. No, he did it as a regular person, yes. Oh. Uh, JP and Pico Rivera. JP, what up? 
What up, guys? Uh, I I want to address Cap specifically. Talk to me. Cap, you're talking about that there's Clipper haters and that because they cover up the banners, because they put all these uh, all these signs all over L.A. Look, first of all, there is no Clipper haters. You can't have haters if you haven't accomplished anything, which they haven't. Second of all, they have to prove it by winning the whole thing before they can even have haters. There is no such thing as a clip raider. As a basketball fan, I do applaud Paul George because, you know, he is way off P, but this year he's proving it, and he's doing it without Kawhi. So I do get on applause as a basketball fan. But we do not hate on the Clippers because they haven't accomplished anything. Okay, I'll buy that. But here's the thing. Um, every time I say, and, I, and to, to friends that are Laker fans, hey, why can't you just give these guys an ounce of credit? They say to me, for what? Because they, they brought the series to 3-2? to two? I'm like, look, they go to Phoenix. The place is a hostile environment. It's, it's crazy loud, etc. And they don't have their number one guy. And the number two guy who steps up is putting on performances that most people didn't really know for sure that he was capable of. So as a pure sports fan, why not just give him an ounce of respect? You don't have to like him well, or cheer and, and, for him. And, and here's the thing, and I'll add to you. And JP, you know, you could comment if you'd like if you're still on the phone. Um, I mean, look, forever it was, and and Greg, you were loud as hell as anybody on this. Oh, right they're now, never Greg. getting past the second round. The Clipper curse. Well, here they are, they even without Kawhi. They are in the conference finals for the first time in their history. It's baby steps, dude. You're not going like I know they they talked a lot of crap last year and they got they fell flat on their face and that's fine but this year the story is flipped they are more likable this version of them than they were last year because they aren't the the team with Kawhi Leonard and this cyborg that can go out there and win and they aren't talking crap they were actually a lot more mild this year because Ty Lue took a different a little bit of a different approach with them um this particular season and so, so did humbleness for sure that played a part in it too <laughs> yeah. but i think bec- but i also think a lot of that is tie like you know as you know him a little bit like that's just his personality he's not going to be out there talk talking it, crap you know what i mean it like it's his personality but he also lost some of that too when we took trez trez was a big part of that energy that they had they still got pat bev who did yeah. some real bs against chris paul by the way real oh BS. see i disagree yeah. i yeah, i, I was with was the true. guys on the broadcast i didn't think that was a flagrant foul yesterday Whatever it was, what he did following. Oh, the stuff after when he was making fun of the way he fell. Right. Okay, that's different. I thought you meant the actual play. The play, you can debate, right? His response to the foul call after the play, straight trash. Sure, but I'll I'll add add this, though. I thought it was – I I think it's great theater. Like, we used to have a lot of that in the NBA when you and I were all – when we were all watching in the 90s. Like, there were a lot of dudes that would do stuff like that all the time. So I kind of liked it in this regard because I knew Chris was okay immediately. Um, and I was like, this dude just doesn't give a rip. Like, And that reminds me of some of the days from you know X-Men, right? Xavier McDaniel and Charles Oakley and, and those kind of dudes. I mean, you don't have to go that far back. I mean, shoot. Look at Draymond kicking dudes right. in the, you know, the hoo-hoo. In the, in the ding-ding. In, yeah. the, in the Uber. Yeah. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say, though, in the final analysis is this. Look, the Lakers, I thought when the Lakers were up 2-1 against the Suns, I thought the Lakers were in total control. 
And the fact is, is that LeBron, I'll, I'll say, and I'll put this in quotes, by himself, was not able to overcome the Suns without AD. It is very interesting to me that the Clippers are still alive. They haven't won it yet. They may not, but they're still alive minus Kawhi. That, to yeah. me, is actually very interesting. It, it is an interesting I, you know, angle to it. I don't think there's any question. Um, look, I, I, I just think that the circumstances are different. The Clippers have found guys, to LZ's point earlier, in a guy in Reggie Jackson, who was almost out of the league, by the way, who the Lakers could have had, and, and, and he decides to go to the Clippers uh, because there was more playing time for him there, um, was, but was a player who was paid a max-level contract off his rookie contract by the Detroit Pistons. So it's not like he had no talent. Um, he actually helped OKC win a game in the playoffs against Memphis where Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant did not play well <laughs> in a game. Uh, if I rec- I don't remember if it was a game two or a game four. Nonetheless, he he's had moments, uh, albeit a long time ago. Um, so he can play a little bit. Um, you know, Terrence Mann has been a novelty, but you know, at least initially. But that kick and ball, um, Marcus Morris Senior is a good player. They're not stars, but you know, you the Lakers stars. beyond a hurt LeBron and no AD didn't have a lot. You know what I mean? Right. No, they had a bunch of specialists. They are doing a good job. Ty Lue is doing a good job adjusting. Guys are stepping up. PG has been good enough in enough moments to keep this thing going. And, you know, we'll see. Because, as I said earlier, all the pressure now falls on the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. I you still do, think the Suns win in seven. I think this goes seven, but I you think don't, the Suns You don't want to come back home game seven with all the momentum in the Clippers' hand. Because that means one of two things. Either they figured you out or – you weren't supposed to be up 3-1. And considering the final play with Aiton, um, it's beginning to look a little bit like the ladder. <laughs> that maybe that 3-1 lead led us to believe something about the Suns that wasn't true. We'll see, because they yeah. got all the pressure now. I know, George, you're thinking they're going to win in seven. I'm thinking if they go back home and all the momentum is with the the, the Clippers, it, it's... It, yeah. It's hard to see because they have nothing else to go to. Yeah, I still think that um, that the the Suns are going to be the better team in the end. Um, in in the seven, and I look, I felt that way the whole way, uh, so I haven't really wavered from that. But uh, nonetheless, I still think the Clippers have had a great season. Bryant in L.A. real quick on Rudy and Hoosiers. Bryant. Yeah, man, how y'all doing today? And my thing about Rudy and Hoosiers, uh, I'm an SC football fan. First of all. So they were both good movies, but I prefer Hoosiers. And as far as I'm concerned, Coach Carter and 42 were better than both of them. Come oh, on now. Yeah. Come yeah, on too. now. Coach Carter. Especially 42. Yeah. You yes, know what ba- You know what yes, basketball sir. movie I love? Um, just like – and love because it's not a great movie, but just because it's so over the top. Also, though, somewhat realistic um, is Blue Chips – with Nick Nolte and oh, yeah. Shaquille Shaq. O'Neal and yeah. Penny Hardaway yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Rick Fox yeah. because it really told you the story about how dirty NCAA basketball was. Yeah. Um, but it, it just did it in kind of a, like our cartoonish way. Um, but it was real in that regard, but yeah. bad because it was cartoonish. Yeah, there was a football version of that called The Program. Oh, The Program. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That was yeah. James Kahn was the coach. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Omar Epps was the running back. Yeah, yeah. it was fantastic. Yes. I actually like the program, but also cartoonish because everything in the 90s was cartoonish. Uh, all right. 
Keep it coming at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We're back in two and a half minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, we roll on here on SLK, Sedano, LZ, and Cap. You know what's interesting to me is, LZ, you and I were talking about this when Cap was out last week, that Elton John is doing his farewell tour. Right. And, uh, and he Again. is... Re- Resuming, resuming his farewell. He already tour. been through LA, dog. Now he's getting greedy. Well, he was doing arenas. <laughs> now he's doing stadiums. And the last concert will be at where he had his iconic concert at Dodger Stadium. And the Dodgers have sent out emails about it. I'm a, I, saw I think it. I'm gonna I, I think I'm gonna get some. November nineteenth and twentieth. What days are those? Is that a Friday and Saturday? If it is, I'm in. He's amazing live. He is. I was stunned when I saw him at the forum how great he was. Just watch his frisky hands. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that cap the story? No, but it sounds funny to me. LZ, want to quickly for those that didn't hear it the other day when we were talking about it. Sure, it's one of the most terrible days of my life. But tell me. <laughs> you were violated. Laura, Laura, can I get a little music, please? Hold me closer, Tony Danza. No, 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 no. So, my friend, it was a cold and wintry night. Mm-hmm. I was at a fundraiser. Um, for the Matthew Shepard Foundation and uh, was backstage for pictures with the peoples. Thank you, Laura. You can turn it up just a little bit. And then as I'm backstage with all the, you know, the people of note or whatever, um, we take a picture. And it was myself and, you know, the great Judy Shepard, Elton John, who's performing later on that night and you know a few other people and I Elton was right next to me that was awesome right right Elton wraps his arms around we all wrap around each other and then just before the clicking sound from the camera he slides his arm his hand down my back and catches a feel oh my and it's on camera click click oh my I have the picture and were you single at the time perhaps you didn't hear me no my status my relationship status has nothing to do with the fact that elton john took a fill of me yeah but 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 hold on here's the thing if you were single you might think to yourself wait a second this is actually this is kind of cool like elton john's into me you are literally a character from almost famous right now (laughs) wait but tell me why like why i I don't know have you ever even seen almost famous i have seen almost famous really yes i have as a matter of fact okay that was in the 80s, right? No, no, I think it was no. a little later. A little bit oh. later? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it probably... Hold on, that was Kate Hudson, so that's probably more like <laughs> early 2000. <laughs> but wait, yeah. you, so the legit question. You you weren't like, wow, cool, Elton John kind of digs me? I mean, let's, let's you know, maybe, maybe you want to Despite the fact that Laura picked pick me up jazz music for my sad story, um, I was not happy. Short notice. <laughs> <laughs> Also, this is interesting. Maybe she's on Cap's side. <laughs> no, are you, are no, you no, suggesting no. I should have poured a drink and lit a candle? Hell no. <laughs> Let it blow in the wind? No, no. Ain't change? nobody got time for that. Nope. 
it it's only okay if you want it, and if you don't want it, don't touch me. I mm-hmm. did not want it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not okay. <laughs> so yeah, like I just thought that maybe his his fame and his wealth makes him attractive for some reason. Not the case. You are almost famous, aren't you? You really are. You would be. You would be a groupie and almost famous, Kaplan. I, mean, I, I don't seriously. I no. Like I'm thinking to myself. Like, no, okay. you're not. You're thinking out loud. We can all hear it. Right. You're right. Okay. So I'm thinking out loud to myself, and everybody can hear it at the same time. Like, if I go someplace, and I'm single, and a, a famous, wealthy, uh, you know, maybe attractive woman, you know, she says to me, hey, I said, oh, John, you've already switching it up story. Make it better for yourself. Well, this is my version. And I would, <laughs> I might be like. No, no, but you got to make it like. An attractive 70-year-old. Right. Or a famous 70-year-old. That's true. That's true. Right, because that's what LZ went through, is a 70-year-old okay, man. Okay, here, here it goes. You ready, LZ? being famous and very talented. All right, here's George, my would comparison. would you like John to squeeze your butt cheek? I mean, I joked with you that, you know, he could squeeze my butt cheek, but, you know, it, it would be weird. I if would I'm standing there taking a picture and Cher <laughs> yeah. says, hey, Cher. Kaplan. Cher's, yeah. a good, Cher's a good pull by you. Thank you. Hey, Kaplan, I'm going to grab your butt. No, no, but not announcing. She didn't. He didn't announce it to LZ. Okay. He just did if, it. If Cher grabs my butt, and Cher is showing interest in me, and I'm single, and I'm fifty, and she's seventy, you know what? I, I I'd like to see what what happens here. You know, LZ. He's mm. not almost famous. You know who Kaplan is? Sad. No. Oh what? He he reminded me of. Remember from the movie Boomerang, Marcus and Lady Eloise, when Eddie Murphy's character with. Um, the lady who played Catwoman in the Batman oh, movies. Oh, Eartha Kitt. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> well, um, you ever see the movie Kingpin? Yes. Um, remember the scene where Woody Harrelson is, is late on his rent, but the landlord says, okay, well, then this is the way you're going to make it up to me. And she was gnarly. Do you guys remember that scene? Yes. Okay, so, you know, again, I'm, uh, I'm thinking of just that way. Like, you know, there's hey, a look, word for it. You got to work for it. <laughs> no, he said there was a word for it. Oh, not oh. that you got to work. Oh, I mean, gonna work both for are what true, is this, George. The bat, both what are is, true. What is, what is this? The song lyrics screw up thing again we did yesterday? <laughs> both, both are true. There's a word for it and you have to work for it. Elsie, yeah. what, what, what did you do when Elton John did that? I walked, I moved out the way, man. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I did. I don't know. You've told me in, in, in the past, you're ready to throw at any moment. So not, with Elton, not a 70-year-old man. Elton John before a fundraiser, man. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, you yeah, put yeah, him in a headlock, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and you, you give it. him a noogie or something. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just learned a lot in that segment, and nothing was about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Hey, Cher, Cher, if you're listening, I'm taken right now. Yeah. But if the same circumstances were happening, let's do a beautiful thing. Okay, fair enough. Um, let me ask you a question um, about the Dodgers. Now, yesterday, they, um, th- the theory we've got about them and the Giants, LZ, that mm-hmm. it means more for them to beat the Giants, has, I mean, it proves to be true, uh, or maybe it's just they're better a, ma- a better matchup against the Giants. I guess we'll see as the season progresses here. Um, but I felt like as I was watching them, and, and they deserve a lot of credit for stepping up in the big moments and the high-pressure situations, 
But boy, were they teetering on the brink of disaster multiple times last night. Now, they gave up the two solo shots, but there were 13 runners in scoring position yesterday for mm-hmm. the for the Giants, and none of them scored. Now, look, some of that is good pitching yep. and, and good defense, but yep. some of that is also luck because it's baseball. Well, it's luck because it's sports. Right. Well, that too. Well, I, mean, sp- I mean, baseball. Trey Young is out because of bad luck. Right. <laughs> so, I mean... Luck is luck is luck is a big part of it. Serena Williams is out because she tripped and failed. So luck is, you know, I'm not going to pretend as if luck hasn't helped people win or lose. Um, you know, George, it's really, really interesting, man, because when the Dodgers were rolling like two seasons ago and they were winning games they should not have been winning. Remember that run we had? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were down five in the eighth and then come back and win by 12. <laughs> we had like a ridiculous stretch. Yep. We never asked if that was luck. Right. We said that was us. Right. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. And what's happened to our confidence that we're wondering if we're getting lucky now? Because before it was just what we do. We yeah. come back. You can't hold us down. We this, we that, uh, uh, uh. Now we're like going, what happened? Yeah, I, I think that, well, fans in general, and, and I'm not referring to just us, right? Like, I'm just saying fans in general, they don't like hearing that luck is a part of sports. Like, not, I'm not saying all of them. I'm trying to generalize. But most fans don't like to hear it because they feel that that is condescending, right, towards their team. That, that is a shot across the bow at their team. Like, the immediate reaction to that is to get defensive. When, to your point... Luck is a big part of sports, right? I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks are in the Eastern Conference Finals because Kevin Durant's shoe size is 18. If it was 17, <laughs> they'd be home right now. Right. Okay? The New York Yankees' entire run in the 90s was positively, uh, possibly, excuse me, sparked by a kid reaching over the fence for a home run off of Derek Jeter's bat that probably should have been an out that Tony Tarasco should have caught from the Baltimore Orioles. Jeffrey Mayer. Okay? Like, there there are a lot of things that we can point to in sports that are lucky, but fans don't love to hear that because they feel like it dismisses the good stuff. When it, to your point, LZ, it it is a combination of all of it, right? Like, it's good play, it's good fortune. Dude, Uh, even before all of that. Right. The fact that you're in the draft that year when the player that works out for you was available at that particular time. Correct. All of that. All of that. Yes. All. I mean, so much of it is luck. And I think, to your point, George, and I agree 100%, people feel as if somehow that's a you know detractor. Correct. Like, no, no, there, there was no luck involved. That was pure, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, man. Orlando underbid for Shaq, and so he said, I'm out. Yeah, had they came correct with the money the first time, he might have won those chips in Orlando, man. Right, it, there wouldn't have been the poll <laughs> in the Orlando Sentinel of uh, you know, is Shaq worth the money? You know what I'm right. saying? After right. he, they, he wanted the money initially, yes, maybe, maybe. But you know. but going 0 for 13 with runners in scoring position, that is uh, very fortunate yeah. for the Dodgers. Which, sure. who by the way, they had one the Dodgers one runner in scoring position, and they were 0 for one. 0 for 1 versus 0 for 13, that is very fortunate for the Dodgers, and that is very unfortunate or unlucky, if you will, for the Giants in a game where there were five solo home runs hit. And it was a one-run game. Yeah. 
So that's just life in sports. But nobody likes to hear that. But, you know, especially over 162-game baseball season. Like, give me a break. There's plenty of luck. Uh, All right. We can continue this discussion on the other side. Plus, uh, would you rather uh, our game at 530? With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. I got you, Chris. I'll take it away. All right, let's start off with Kaplan today. Kaplan, you ready to go? Bergman, Kaplan is ready. Good. That's what I like to hear. The law firm of Bergman and Kaplan. (laughs) We'd make a lot of money, that's for sure. All right, so Cap, would you rather never get angry or never be envious? I would rather never be envious. As opposed to angry? Yeah. Ooh, no. Yeah, I mean, I go ahead. Like, you tell, give your I, reasons, but I, I, I would definitely rather not be angry. I feel like, um, like I feel like I'm in pretty good control of my anger. So um, envy, though, like when you're so envious of other people, whatever it is that they have that you might want or think you want, you know, you can really. Um, gosh, I don't mean to get so deep about it, but like you can really get yourself upset, depressed if you live a life of envy. So I'm going to say I'm going to control my anger, but I'm not going to be envious. I would rather not be envious. So I, I would rather um, – I'm just not envious in general. Like, it's just not part of my fabric. But so I would say that I'd rather not be angry because uh, – and Laura, you could attest to this. Uh, you know, I come from a long line of Latinos – uh, who uh, occasionally can be a little bit hot-headed. So, uh, you know, there's still a little threat in that occasionally. Like, my blood boils a little quicker than most. Um, <laughs> particularly, I, I have to be very conscious of it with my kids because growing up in my household, being yelled at um, was like a just a rite of passage. Right. You know what I'm no, saying? Like Nobody in my house ever spoke. We Everybody yelled. Right. So I, I think that because of our my upbringing, I feel like I have to, I'm more conscious of it. So I would rather not be more angry. Plus, who was you know? I don't know. I just prefer to be happy. You know. I need my anger. You need your anger. I need my anger. So okay. I eat some ass. All right. I like it. Besides, I can't do nothing with envy, yeah. but I can do a lot with anger. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. You know, my my girlfriend says to me all the time though. She'll say to me, she's like, you know, I really appreciate the fact that you don't yell at me, and I'm like, yell at you? Why would I yell at you? And she's like, well, you know, I'm previous relationships i got yelled at over stuff and you don't yell about those things i'm like i've learned to control that you know i don't want to yell at you but i don't want to be envious yeah all right fair enough what's next all right lz would you rather get ridiculously drunk from just one alcoholic drink or never get drunk no matter how much alcohol you drink (laughs) can i be honest with you guys 
Yeah. I'm already close to the ladder. I feel you. <laughs> so I might as well just ride that thing on through, man. Might as well just ride it on through. Like Yeah, because we I there's certain- just just real quick. So we went out for Pride on Saturday. Steve was hung over and couldn't do anything all day Sunday. I went hiking. I went <laughs> I went did some hot yoga. It was like alcohol doesn't I don't really get drunk. I also don't drink to get drunk, but alcohol just doesn't impact me the same way. So I like the taste of certain alcohols. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would go with the latter too. I would rather drink and not be able to get drunk than have one drink and get drunk. One drink and get drunk is boring. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I actually like the taste of certain bourbons and certain whiskeys yep. and um, certain scotches. So like They're called craft cocktails for a reason. Yeah, I, I like it. So I yeah, I would go with the latter. I'd rather get drunk on one drink because and this is an this is an admission here, guys. I'm a lightweight. I just admit it. I'm a lightweight. You know what? I'm not surprised by that. I got to be true. honest with you. I mean, seriously, yeah. I, weigh, I weigh 200 pounds, <laughs> and I'm still a lightweight. You know, mm-hmm. like, I could have one drink sometimes, and I'd be like, listen, um, I'm wasted. And they're like, no, you had one drink. I know. I don't know. There's just some reason, for whatever reason, this alcohol hit me this way, and I'm wasted. And it can be on one, like, I don't love big, heavy craft beers, but if you give me a, a craft beer that's high in alcohol content, I get wasted on a beer. So I'll just do the first one. I'll just get wasted on one drink. So here's what I'll add to that. Now, I am I, – now, maybe a bartender can chime in uh, and help us out with this uh, at 877 You're talking to one. Or someone uh, – a mixologist uh, or someone uh, – I think you're a mixologist, LZ. So there you go. I don't, the, I don't see you as a bartender. But the uh, – that sounds fancier, too. It does sound fancy. I feel like I should yeah. have a degree or something. Yeah, exactly. But the um, Or maybe someone who works just in the alcohol industry. Um, but I, I feel like because I drink more of a certain alcohol, right? Like, I love the brown liquors, right? I love whiskey, bourbon, scotch. That I can drink that and not get drunk as drunk or drunk uh, off a couple of drinks. Whereas if I'm drinking something that's more foreign to me, like let's say I decided to have tequila or or vodka or gin or something of that nature, that maybe it will hit me faster because I'm not used to drinking that particular kind of alcohol. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe that's just all in my head, but I'm curious to know if someone out there knows better uh, about something like that. Hmm. I only right, really next? drink vodka or tequila. I only drink like the clear alcohols and and it's partly well, because vo- vodka, got- you said vodka clear. clear i'm just so confused greg yeah, next. Vodka, vodka not considered clear it is clear yeah yeah and tequila too i mean what i'm saying is it's not sugary oh know? yeah i mean less sugary but yeah for sure all, all right, right sedano. Next. sedano would you rather be fluent in all languages and never oh. be able to travel Ooh. or be Ooh. able to travel anywhere but never be able to learn a word of a different language i mean oh ooh. um I'd still rather see places. I'd still rather go and see. I'm. Uh, I love traveling. I love going to places, even if it's just you know it doesn't have to be a foreign country. I. I. The the beauty of this job is I have been to a lot of different places over 20 years. Um, I have been to small college towns. I have been to big metropolises. Are you telling uh, us you've been a lot of places and seen a lot of faces? I have. Yes. So I I like that part of the deal. Um, you know, I, I would love to pick up a. I, I, I've been meaning to learn an extra language, um, but, you know, it hasn't worked out. So I would go with the latter. I'd rather go places and not learn a word of whatever they're saying to me. 
feel the same way. I'd rather be able to go places and then try and figure it out. And even though I don't speak the language, I'll yell louder. I'll use my hands. <laughs> yell louder. I'll, that I'll, always I'll, works. I'll, I'll do. Uh, I'll do like you know. Uh, I'll, I'll gesture. I'll. I'll somehow find a means of communication, even though it's not the spoken word. So we've I'm seen go with, you people before. You've seen me try. People like this try and do this before. Yes, the one who keeps yelling louder in English. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> right. I think you're going to you. understand me because I'm yelling. Why do we do that? You're not alone. Don't, on don't that, say we. I, I don't do that. No, but people do do that. I don't people, do it, but people do do that. <laughs> I just look at them like, that's not how this works. You know that, right? Yeah. Could you repeat the circumstances, Greg? I want to make sure I'm thinking about this clearly. Okay. Would you rather be fluent in all languages and never be able to travel or be able to travel but never be able to learn any of the languages? Never. So that means you can't figure Why'd it out. Why'd you emphasize it over again? No, 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 <laughs> because no, because Cap said, I'll just try and figure it out, and you can't. You'll never be able to figure it out. I will take the travel. Yeah. I will take the travel because there's other languages besides the written one and the spoken language. Right. So you can find ways to communicate without yelling louder. They can still get things across. Although I will say this, making this choice hurts because... When you learn someone's language, you're letting people know you're willing to learn them and their culture too. And I hate traveling to countries and not knowing a little bit of the language just to at least give an indication that I'm not coming over here presuming you're supposed to you know, speak my language when I'm in your nation. <laughs> That's right. like important to me. Yeah, yeah, back in the day though, you know, you would like read a book or you'd have a book with you like, yep. okay, Italian for dummies, you know? Yep. And, and then you take a, a book. Now, it's so easy. If you just go to Google and you, you say what you want to say in English, but how you want it to come out in Spanish or Italian or Hebrew or whatever it is, they translate it for you. Yeah. There's easy. an app, too. Yeah. There is an app. Oh, really? There's an app that does translation? I, I don't I There's don't actually a lot of apps. There's I plenty thought you were doing a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to be like a, a jerk or anything. I honestly thought you were doing a bit. No, no. What do you mean? I'm talking about Google. Like I use Google to translate. No, I get it. Google Translate works, but there's also apps for it, dude. Yeah, I didn't know. I've never used them. Wow. Yeah. Sure, there are. I just didn't look them up. Yeah. <laughs> one last one, Greg, please. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go. <laughs> I do have a big smile on my face. Like, I can't what a dumbass! Like, like I never even thought to look up in the app store. Like, translation apps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You should that app store, man. They got a lot of things in there. They do indeed. <laughs> There's an app for that. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I'm just so. It's, it's, but it's, what did I need an app for? I already. You had know what Google. this reminds me of? This reminds me of the time I went to the grocery store. Looking for coconut water, and it wasn't in the aisle with all the other waters. It was, it was with like, the coconuts. It was like it wasn't even near coconuts. It was like oh. somewhere like with baked goods or something. And I was like, "This doesn't make any sense." Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. understand. That's so funny. All, all right, all right. right last ahead, one, one for yeah. for you, Sedano. Would you rather be af so afraid of heights that you can't go to the second floor of a building, or be so afraid of the sun? That you can only leave the house on rainy days. Oh hell no! <laughs> I'd rather just He's be Cuban the man from Miami. What you doing, dog? Give another question, dog. George, uh, yeah. Give another question. I literally, hold on. I, I grew up in Miami. 
I fled Connecticut in three years <laughs> and came to Los Angeles. Are you serious with that question? Greg's sitting there like, well, ooh, this is stomp him. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have started with you is the really way we should look at this. All right, would you rather die in 10 years with no regrets or die in 40 years with many regrets? I mean, 40 with a lot of regrets. I'm good with living longer, too. Yes. Regrets. I've had a few... But then again, too few to mention. Yeah, come on, man. I'll take the longevity. Everybody has regrets. That's part of life. But I was like, I thought I'm already living the ladder. Yeah. (laughs) 40-some years old with lots of regrets. Yeah, that's the way it works. All right, we're done here. All right, that is uh, sure very disappointing. I can you, do Greg. one more. Very really disappointing. No, no. Every time you do <laughs> one more, do? it just gets worse. Yeah. You're going to go, one of Cap, terrible. Cap, would you rather live in San Diego or in Southern California? Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? That's, seriously. Wait, let me think about that. Hold on yeah. a second. I'm not sure about that. Is there an app for that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, uh, coming up next. Uh-oh. Stephen A. saying some things about Kawhi. We'll let you hear what he had to say in a few moments. Uh, Stick around. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Kaplan, did you know Ramona was trolling you when she uh, got a compliment and she quote tweeted and said, is this how it's done, Scott Kaplan? No, I actually didn't understand what she was talking about. By the way, I like to retweet insults as well. So I'm an equal opportunity retweeter. Oh, You see? Insults. I, I used to do that. There was a stretch I used to tweet insults because I thought it was funny. Um, yeah, I, I think that by retweeting insults, you're saying to the insulter, hey, I as the insultee am not insulted. So I'll actually continue to promote your insult. Right. It's just a philosophy. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Uh, now, speaking of getting something, we've been talking a lot about the Clippers today and giving Paul George's due. Uh, but our pal Stephen A. just laid something out there on Sports Center yesterday that was like, oh, okay. So, as we all know, Kawhi is hurt and he's not playing. Although CBS Sports, for some reason, says he's a game time decision. I haven't seen that anywhere else. Uh, so, I don't know where they're getting it from. Well, uh, no if disrespect. I had to take a guess, if I had to take a guess on that, inside the organization, you start putting little things out there like let the Suns consider what the possibility could be that Kawhi's coming back. So we'll put a little little mention into some reporter. That person can put it out there. And then now the Suns have to prepare for the possibility that Kawhi's coming back. I always think those things are leaked and they're intentional. No, I, I, I agree with your thought process. I would just say that CBS Sports is not the place I would do that at for basketball. You know what I mean? Like it's not... Nobody really goes there for basketball. Well, um, and, and I would the point. add, 
if, if Kawhi Leonard is coming back, there is no preparation for it. You're going to lose because you don't have enough. <laughs> like, right. There's, yeah. there's, that, there's that part, too. If you Does can, anybody if, believe he's really coming back, though? No, absolutely Nor not. Nor do I. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't no, know. I don't believe. Yeah. I, I talked know. to Winhorse today when I was doing in for Max, which, by the way, I'll be in for Max again on Friday. Uh, Max, for some reason, took Monday and Tuesday off and did, wants to do Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, all you, bro. Um, but then I'll be on on Friday. So, but Brent Windhorst came on with me today and said, yeah, I mean, he just doesn't see that that injury is something he's going to come back from, like, this quickly. It and that's why you several... tell it to CBS, not to ESPN. <clears throat> well, not just well, ESPN, but even just there's plenty of other credible right. outlets that cover basketball. CBS I, is not one is I would the consider. Premise, is the premise that, and, and I don't know this definitively, but one of the theories that I heard was that because on the report, the update of, of injuries, he went from out to doubtful. Is that, like, why? You know, that even if it's maybe, doubtful, we don't maybe. think that it's going to happen, but they just yeah. moved it? Maybe. And I don't know, maybe they are playing a mind game, but I don't really think you need to, because if you got Kawhi and he's coming back, it is what it is. Like, right. you know, there's nothing to adjust to. Correct. Now, Stephen A. had this to say about Kawhi's future, right? Because he is an impending free agent, or mm-hmm. can be a free agent this offseason. So here's what Stephen A. said on SportsCenter about Kawhi. I don't know if it's in the Clippers' best interest to keep him. Ooh. Nobody has said that, so I'll be the first to say it. Let me be clear about something. Kawhi Leonard is a top-five talent in this game. He is elite. But when you take into account the load management, when you take into account that his personality doesn't actually – you know, gravitate towards leadership. He's more of a watch-me-do-it, a do-it kind of guy, as opposed to really galvanizing the troops and being a talker. And then you combine that with the fact that he's not necessarily reliable, at least this postseason, hasn't gotten any younger or what have you. And you look at the elevation of Terrence Mann, this second-year player who clearly is not on Kawhi's level. But if you look at the athleticism, if you look at the youth, the fervor, the want-it mentality, playing night in and night out, and you're talking about building a culture, then I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I think that it's something that Balmer and the crew have to think about long-term. So that was Stephen A. on SportsCenter. We got two minutes here, LZ. I'll start mm-hmm. with you. Basically, Stephen A. is saying maybe the juice isn't worth the squeeze with Kawhi. Do you buy that? I think he's looking in the wrong location for the juice. How long has Kawhi Leonard been there? This is his second season. And he just brought up Thomas Mann. How long has Thomas Mann been there? Terrence Mann has been Terrence there. Terrence Mann. I keep calling him Thomas. He's drafted this season, yes. So, are we to assume? Or last that, season, pardon me. Right, this is his second year. Yeah. So, are we to assume that Mr. Mann got better without any influence from Kawhi Leonard in practice? Without any influence at all? We're, we're to assume that what we're witnessing right now in terms of them being two games away from the postseason, or from the finals rather, had absolutely nothing to do with Kawhi's presence on the court, had nothing to do with the tone that he sets by his example. I get that we think leadership is represented in one form or fashion, but just because that's what we think it is doesn't mean that's all that it is. There's a lot of different ways to lead, and I think it's absolutely foolish to let a top five player walk out the door if he's not being disruptive. Agreed. I actually agree with Stephen A. 
I, I do. I think that, that if I'm Steve Ballmer, i got to really seriously consider this. Because if, this is if, the Clippers were to win this series without Kawhi, you might have to really look at it and say, well, I mean, how were we able to do that? He's our number one guy. And, and so do we need to pay him? Can we let him walk? And I actually think there's validity to what Stephen A. is saying about leadership. I've been on that, that bandwagon for a long time. So I'm not, I'm not totally dismissing what Stephen A.'s opinion is here. In fact, I, I kind of share a, a big part of it. All right, we'll open that up. Should the Clippers – I mean, look, if Kawhi that would be is the most That would be the most Clipper thing ever. I mean, I, I think that's crazy, yeah, to let a top five I mean, guy go. I mean, you ask any team in the league, hey, dog, you want Kawhi Leonard? They'll be like, sure, no problem. I mean, Thanks. sure, Where no I problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if I buy that at all. All right, we've got some cool anniversaries. Also, a plea from a prominent Lakers fan. We'll get to that coming up in just a moment. Stick around. We're back in three minutes and 30 seconds. 